the ultimate soldier. It doesn't get happy, it doesn't get sad, it doesn't laugh at your jokes. It is quite simply Jim. the most sophisticated robot on Earth. At Nova Robotics, the future is in good hands. You did real good. Just keep working on those last two bars. Thanks to Dr. Newton Crosby. Originally, I designed it as a marital aid. But artificial intelligence has gotten too smart. Yo. It's malfunctioning. It might not do anything. But it could decide to blow away anything that moves, couldn't it? Because $11 million worth of robot just hit the road. Wow! Number five is alive. Welcome to my planet. You just have to find number five, get some answers. Why don't you come on in my house? And it's got a lot of living to do. Whatever it takes to put that stupid contraption out of commission, that's what you do. Me input. Input. They can seem quite lifelike, but they are still machines. Oh. Number five is alive. Nice software. How it happens, who knows, but it has happened. A new comedy adventure from John Batum, the director of War Games. They're gonna be after you. We gotta get out of here now. Keep alive! Ali Sheedy, Steve Gutenberg, and number five. Short circuit. I am alive. And he starts whipping up the eggs and makes yet another enormous mess. <laughs> and she's like, I love you. You're ruining everything. It's just like girls that date me. <laughs> Toll is number five. <laughs> Input. <laughs> uh, let me get a little input there, baby. All right. Hey, you are listening to Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Yes, indeed. You are. We're back in the saddle. Uh, I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter. This is the show. What movie did we watch this this bye week? This week, we went to the 1980... What year was this? 85? I didn't even look. You know what? Jesus, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> yes, we uh, are. We watched Short Circuit. I think it was 86 or 85. Something like that. Directed by John Badham. I know that. He uh, has directed many, many movies and many TV shows. And... Um, some of his movies were actually good. <laughs> this ain't one of them. Although he did like to reference all of his good movies in this one. You notice that? There's I didn't notice of, that. Oh, man. 86. Did you already say that? Yeah, 1986. I watched this when I was 10 years old, and I loved it. Yeah, I, I love this movie very much. I, I uh, Going into this, I thought this is another one that probably thought was going to be pretty good. I was probably going to like it. I thought I would hold up and I would see uh, why I liked it and I would understand. Maybe I do under- still understand why I liked it when I was a kid, but man, oh man. And we were talking before we started that uh, we think we watched Short Circuit 2 a lot more than this one. I definitely did. I don't. I couldn't tell you what happened in Short Circuit 2, but I don't remember Steve Gutenberg or Ali Sheedy. No. And they were in the first one. They are. The Goot, it's, uh, the, the Goot stars in this one. Yeah. Oh, the Goot. Man. And, uh, yeah, the second one stars the uh, white Indian, but we'll get to that. Yeah, this movie um, sucks. <laughs> I, it took me three times to watch it. 
I fell asleep the first time watching it. I, I just quit out of disgust. No, I've, I was sitting here on my couch on Saturday afternoon, and I fell asleep, and I was bummed because I was like, now I have to watch this again. <laughs> I know. But I, I said I was going to watch it twice. I sort of did. Well, you are... I watched the first act three times, but to sit through the whole thing, you are you are a real trooper. Yes, because this sucks. <laughs> um, yes. I I, uh, I I can't believe how much I didn't like this. Like I st- I after the third time, I got through the first act. Right. The third time, I'm like, oh, the reason I don't care about this movie is because I don't care about anyone in this movie. No, there's no stakes. No, N- nothing. I'm not attached to anything, and I just don't care what happens. Even when he's we're like, oh, number five is alive, I was like, eh, okay. Right, so the story of the movie <laughs> is this, basically. Um, and we'll, of course, go in great detail. Yes. But the movie is a military robot, comes to life, uh, be- gains sentient- sentience, um, escapes into the world. Hilarity ensues as a uh, security <laughs> force and some scientists try and yes, it. try to find this uh, former murder bot, which is what he is. Yeah, that's the story. Um, he yeah, he just, figures out how to love. I I'm guess sort of disgusted by the whole thing. Yes. Um, should we? Yeah, we'll start from the beginning. All right. The opening credits. I ca- I thought the opening credits were kind of neat. The machining, it was maybe my favorite part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, and I can remember, that's another one of those things I can, I've not seen this movie may, maybe, I mean, in, in at least 30 years. Uh, yeah, I don't 20, know. 20, I remember yes. the opening, and I bet I've seen the opening on TV remember, as an adult. I remember but, seeing that opening in the theater when they were like, making the robot. Yes. That was really cool. And it is cool. cool. It was like watching, I used to love when they showed things getting assembled on Mr. Rogers and stuff like that. <laughs> That's exactly you know what, what I mean, was. like the oh, cran- yeah. crayons getting made and all that stuff. Oh, it reminded yeah. me of that. It it worked on me. Um, and then we go from that the opening credits to tanks running over flowers. Yes, in a field. Yes, um, it shows close up on the flowers, tank treads rolling over, and then we zoom over to some red eyed robots. Yeah, that start shooting lasers at the tanks. Yeah, so they show all these robots with red angry eyes and they're in like um bunkers yes sandbag bunkers and so the tanks come rolling up as they do and uh and you don't really know what's going on at this point but i could it's a cold open it's a cold open to this field and you're like oh this is a war scene but you could tell that weird it did seem very weird but you could tell that those were clearly mannequins even though they oh yeah didn't want i think they wanted you to think people people were there uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, oh, those are obviously mannequins. And then after they blow up. Yeah, so then this, t- this tank, this f- in like a, it's in like an, ar- an army force, rolls in to the, where the robots are, and the robots light them up. Yeah, and destroy them. One zap with their, uh, with their laser beams blows up a tank yes. and a truck. And interestingly enough, the sound of their laser beams, same sound as the proton packs getting turned on in Ghostbusters. Oh, you're right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very memorable. <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, so a bunch of robots blow them up, and then, uh, then they leave. They go to they like all of a sudden we see a crowd. Is yeah, then they go to the crowd. To a crowd. This, this is, is a demonstration. A, yeah, a it's military. a military demonstration to show off some new equipment. This is like a some military contractor with their new amazing weapon. Yes, that uh, these are super weapons. Really, they're called Saint. Saint. 
and I wrote strategic artificially intelligent nuclear transport, which doesn't really make sense. No, it's a robot <laughs> yes. with a, with a, shoulder, a shoulder-mounted laser, and, and then they go on to talk about how they can carry small nuclear weapons. And yes, how this is gonna like it's gonna change change, change war because but they these can send. Things, if you just think about it for a minute, yes. are pretty worthless. Oh, they are. Like as far as being a tactical weapon, yes. Like they were inside bunkers, and they're like five hundred pound robots on a tread. They also, when they're moving, they're like you can see them like jostling. Yeah, like yes. they're not well made robots. <laughs> yes. They're like they're bouncing all over the place. Also, the gun turret on that tank when the tank is rolling in, the yeah. gun turret is like wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. I noticed like that somebody too. flicked a doorstop. Yeah, they, they may have not been real weapons. No, I don't think. I sus- Yes, I do not think that they were. Um, So yeah, it's a demonstration. We it's strategic, artificially intelligent nuclear transport. We get our first glimpse at uh, the Indian character. Yes, who is a white man playing an Indian in brownface. Yeah. So the (laughs) the, one of the main characters, I guess, computer scientist named Ben, and we are to believe that he is an Indian person. We are to well. We'll get to the, yeah. We are to believe that yes. Um, but it's played and by a white guy, and it's very clear. Like it is very it now, clear. Like, what is happening? This is. But I did read that the guy playing there was an Indian actor that looks so much like the guy that people in India thought it was the actual Indian actor. Yeah, I read that um, in India, no one had any problem. No one had any idea that he was an Indian. And I, I don't, I feel like there's not like reading the trivia on this. There isn't more of an outcry about a white guy playing no an Indian. Cared. No one should. Cared. We care now, though, right? It seems yeah, really. Yeah, it's, it's weird when you watch. It's you're super like, weird. And him doing that accent in, in brownface. Oh, he's doing basically. Uh, he's talking like Apu from The Simpsons. Right. What's that dude's name? Um, I totally forgot. Fisher... Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Yeah, he's the friend in Morning Edition. Yeah, he's in... T- he's look a him up. character look actor him up in a IMDb bunch of things. Right now. You know him. You've seen his face. He's been in tons of things. That guy was in brownface uh, mimicking an Indian person. Talking like this. And misspeaking in silly ways. Is that a word? Is that a word when you... Um, like screw when you mess up popular phrases when you mix words around. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. All I said, I I kept writing them down Jesus. throughout to the oh, throughout okay. the movie because that one his first thing uh, he's got to go to the bathroom. He says, uh, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Jack." Yes. And they're like, "It's John, you silly goose." Yes, lots of that. <laughs> yes. So we meet him. Uh, he's talking like with the. There's a politician guy there. There is. There's some generals. There's, there's some generals, and they're like hobnobbing at a, <coughs> at a party. They go from they go from the demonstration where they say at the demonstration the demonstration finishes. The robots make some drinks, which is also oh, funny right. because when the robots are making drinks, you're like, oh, here comes an arm from the side of the screen, yes. moving things around. So <laughs> what Joel's saying is like at the after the military demonstration they come to the crowd and they are like here they have a mixed drinks for yeah. us like uh like a like an old-fashioned or something like that and then that's when i had that same realization I'm like oh that's how they did this yeah they whenever, just, whenever the robot had to do something they would just show the arms coming in from the side coming in from yeah. the side so you just see the arms and then it's like oh these are puppeteers yeah it's very funny though with the robots it's supposed to be their arms yeah. and then there's just like this arm moving up and down and doing like yes this robot is clearly not doing this yeah they also, after the robot makes the drink, 
what is um they go to the cocktail reception and the guy says something the guy leading the demonstration says something about uh the gin and tonic being just the way he likes it yes shaken not stirred yeah i don't know if you noticed this but some of the audience cackles like a maniac at his joke. At his sweet, sweet joke. <laughs> like he makes a joke and then someone goes, <laughs> and I was like, that that's just p- pretty funny, I thought. This is such an 80s movie. <laughs> There's so much dumb shit in there like that. Uh, and the, So yeah, so after the demonstration, they go to a cocktail party. Yeah. And the robots, these uh, tactical nuclear missile uh, killer robots are serving drinks and yes. appetizers at the yes. party. They are, as, as you do. They're also they also ended the demonstration early because of the weather. Right, the weather was because there was a although it never rained, but there was a, an electrical storm. Yep, which um, will lead us to things put things in motion. There's a couple of guys that uh that are like putting the robots away, and there's four robots in a line. Yeah, and one there's, robot. There's five robots total. There's right? five total. And yeah, they have a number on the side of their head. That's yeah. how you know. And there's a robot, four robots in a row, and then one off to the side, and they say, uh, get that robot off the generator pad or whatever. Oh, right. Because there's a lightning storm right. coming. Which, <laughs> and at that point, uh, number five is struck by lightning. Yes. And he goes, with his arm shaking wildly in the air. And is the top of his head pops off. Yep. And the lightning stops, and these guys are like, "Oh crap! Oh shit!" Yep. This thing cost eleven million dollars. It's coming right out of our paychecks. Yep. Struck by lightning. <laughs> and they're worried about it, but they do a diagnostic yeah, test. Do a diagnostic with one button. Yep. There's, there's Beep a, boop boop. Big red brown button. <laughs> yes, that, on the side of that them. does everything. Almost, you know, think of like an old. Uh, it's an arcade, arcade button. Yeah, yeah that's exactly arcade, what it is. An arcade A red A button. Yes. That you just would smash. Yep. There's one of those like on his on his uh, hip. Kind on of. the side, they so poke it. Push that. Hey, he's good to go. Yeah. Some words come on the screen. Hey, yes. he is just fine. Uh, at this point, I was like, man, the acting in this movie is real bad. Everyone in this movie seemed like they had something better to do. Yes. Everyone except the goot. <laughs> he didn't have anything better to do is what I'm saying. No way. This is when the goot was like on I know. Road. It was huge. It was all goot back then. Yeah. This was just shortly after the first police academy. Yeah. Ooh, police academy. And the bad guy from the police academy is the bad guy yeah, in this. That was, yeah. <clears throat> We're jumping around a little bit, but we, we did. Are. We saw him. Was he? We meet him around this point. I don't think we meet him until they're in like the control room. We'll wait. Do they? Do we? I can't remember. Because uh, we're still doing the cocktail party thing. And they go. Uh, the robots go in and like. No, they seem like they're fine, but number five like runs into the wall and kind of like yeah. starts bouncing. Yep. And the rest of them keep going. So it's like he's sort even of. Though, even then, though, you're like, oh, these are clearly remote controlled and they're kind of hard to control. Yes. Because when they're going in the straight line, they're like. Yes. These, like, uh, these are not. These but are I mean. Not nimble machines. No, they are not. They would be. I mean, they would last. Uh, you might as well have a, a, a rock. And have right. To, <laughs> rolled around, around the battlefield. These things are worthless. So yeah. at this point, number five gets separated from the rest. The rest of the pack keeps shittily driving away yes. down this hallway. 
and he gets separated, and he follows a cocktail-serving robot with the cord hanging out of the back. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what leads him out in the first place. And I was like, why Why is the cord hanging out of the back of this robot if it's about to go serve some cocktails? Right. Also, throughout the whole movie, number five doesn't get charged once. How is he, how is he operational? Good point. <laughs> Uh, I assume he he runs on electricity, alive or not, and I don't think he gets charged one time. Uh, Struck by lightning, blah, blah, blah. He runs into the walls. Oh, and then the garbage machine, like, pushes him outside somehow. Into a garbage truck full of garbage cans, because that's how people get rid of their garbage. They just put all the garbage cans in a truck. truck. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, basically, he gets pushed on the back of a... Old-fashioned pickup truck with yeah. nine garbage cans in it. And yep. And it's taking away from a giant facility because that's how that works. <laughs> yes, they don't yeah. They don't use garbage trucks. They use the flatbeds and have the actual garbage cans yeah. taken away. So uh, at this point, so like he's he sees a, a butterfly. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. That's uh, what I like him. Uh, he, so yeah, he's very fascinated by this butterfly. He's, a, he, he's alive now, so now we're understanding he's alive, and he's he's childlike, very much so. Yeah, that's so he so he has gained consciousness by getting struck by lightning. Yes, that's the best they can come up with. Of how do we make this? How do we make this robot come to life? Hmm. Lightning. Duh. Have you ever seen Frankenstein? That we got it. Lightning. <laughs> yes. Lightning struck them when they came up with that idea. Uh, so they're at, they're about, the truck is about to leave yep. the facility and they're stopped at like a security post. Yes. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. Two old guys, old guy driving the truck and an old guy at the security post. Oh, yeah, right. And they're at this point, they're realizing that. The robot is missing. Yeah. The murder bot that has a laser that can blow up yeah, tanks. Right. And <clears throat> they're worried about it. But at no point in this movie are they... I mean, later on they are, but after the robot gets out, they're not nearly worried enough. No. Some people are worried and some aren't. But even the ones that are worried just seem more mad about the whole thing. Yeah. Not like... The guy in charge is, is mad. That a, and the uh, guy, the security guy from Police Academy, yes. is pissed that he's going to miss his steak dinner. Oh, that's right. That's what he's real upset See, again, about. Everyone in this movie has something better to do, and they know it. Yeah, that guy had a steak dinner to eat. Yes, Steve Gutenberg had another Police Academy movie to make. He did. And the Steve Gutenberg will be a white guy in something else. Yes, Steve Gutenberg uh, was reluctant, was reticent to go to the cocktail party. And meet people. Oh, uh, Steve, this was, Steve Gutenberg is a scientist. He's a programmer. Yes, he he invented the robots. Yes, there was a little cut cut scene earlier to where we cut and see him, and he's a very charming. Yeah, and he does. He doesn't uh, exactly program, scream. Uh, yeah, he doesn't exactly scream. Scientific yeah. genius. St- so Steve Gutenberg. Would you call Steve Gutenberg a, very handsome? I didn't say very. You did too. Uh, <laughs> I retracted the very. In the eighties, he was considered. He was considered uh, handsome. He was a funny, charming handsome. Yeah, man. he was always in goofy movies. Except yes. Cocoon. I guess that wasn't that goofy. Oh, that's a good movie. We should watch that. We could watch Cocoon. I haven't watched that in a minute. That in this piece of shit. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he didn't want to go. He ends up going. 
then they realize the robots are missing. And this is where uh, Steve Gutenberg doesn't care at all. Nah, he's just sort of excited by the whole thing. Yeah. He seems like he's kind of high or something the whole time. He's like, oh, yeah. Yes. He's always very upbeat and enthusiastic. I mean, yeah. he built like a, a, a super nuclear murder machine. And he's just like, oh. He's just a happy-go-lucky guy. He's got to get him back. Or yeah. Like, B- built these machines and go out and slaughter people. But he's he's good with it. So Actually, out, he's not. I don't know. They figure out he's gone, and then they go to that gigantic map that that they're using to track him down. Yeah. And there's like a, a hologram image being. Well, sort of. There's like a little little dot shaped like it's the like robot. Laser, I guess. It's also not the first thing they do. They do several other things first. He tries to oh, communicate yeah. with yeah, them. Yeah, they try and like hack into them. And then they're like, like wait. And Steve Gutenberg is like, did you guys use the homing device? Yeah. And I'm like, now? Also, at this point, no one has left to chase the robot. No. They know he's left the building, yeah. and they're still in the building. Right. They have not gone to find the robot. Yeah. They're just no kind of... really. It's more like... Um, uh, uh, like... Someone needs to go, like, go return a car back to the place where they ran it from. But they, no one wants to go. And they're like, ah, oh, well, we have to do this thing. But it's right. a really stupid thing. Like, <laughs> yes. They seem annoyed. Like, so, we yeah. got to go and do this. And then, yeah. And the whole time I was thinking, I was like, come on, guys. This is a, this is a malfunctioning murder robot. Yeah. And no one is that concerned. Uh, also, he jumps. The uh, short circuit, I will call him that. Call him number five. Number five. Is uh, stuff a name later, but we haven't got. That he does. Yet. Number five is so fascinated by this butterfly on the garbage truck. Oh, that's that right. is still there. That he finally pokes it, and then the butterfly flies away, and he chases the butterfly, smashing the side of the truck, yeah. and falling into a ditch where he is covered in garbage. Yes. Even though like spaghetti and banana peel. Yeah, there. except for he yeah. didn't hit. No garbage can <laughs> came out with him. Yeah. He just went out of the side of the truck, and he is covered in a cartoonish amount of garbage, which is silly. And I was then like, a dog he didn't comes and eats the garbage off. Of yes, him. the that? garbage that came from nowhere, and the dog comes and licks the garbage off of him. So, so he keeps saying, I "Need input, malfunction." Oh yeah, he goes up to a uh, old fashioned gas pump. Yes, and he he pokes on that. And he goes input. Yeah. Input and from this point on, he says input approximately <laughs> one thousand times. Uh, maybe more. I don't know. What it's say it's more he, that he's alive or that he needs input or Stephanie. Oh well, yeah. Good God Almighty! I was like, dude, we're gonna get to all this, but Stephanie, Stephanie, like, shut up, dude. It was too much. This is, I mean, I thought the Gremlins' voices were dumb. Yeah. No way. No, short circuit. No uh, Number five's voice is the worst. But yeah, so anyway, they finally, they go to their fifth option, which is the homing device, uh, and discover that he's left the building, he's on the move, but he, he's still within range that they can track him. Yes. And when they find him, uh, the white Indian says, Bimbo. Bimbo instead of bingo. Yes. Because that's what you do when you're a white guy in brown face playing an Indian. 
Uh, what? <laughs> so I don't even go get him at this point. They do. They're all they. So here, okay. This this is another weird part. This is we're not talking about the U.S. government here. No, they have their own. This I know a, what you're going for. This go, is a security for. force. Yeah, a security force for a building, as yeah. far as I can tell. Yes. That has like military equipment and a general <laughs> and like, yeah. yes. like, there's, like there's military people there, like a chain of command, but also yeah. not any U.S. military. They're no, not, they're not supposed to. This be, got all their stuff says security on it. Yes, and, but they have like an armed, like yeah, an armored weird, car, miniature armored car, which was cool. I thought they made me mad. Thought, they did. Like, what the fuck are these even? Because it's to be? stupid. Yeah, they're just like they're, imagine an armored car. Now imagine it half that half that size. That's what they were. Makes yeah. sense. I I don't know. I liked the way they looked, but they also had like Jeep pickup trucks and a couple of other yeah. trucks. And everything was great. And it said security. I I feel like the government just didn't want to be any part of this movie. They probably, no. Like don't please don't <laughs> bring us up. Although I think this movie made a lot of money, and we're probably pissing a lot of people off right now with hey, our disdain that, for it. They, a lot of people think they like this movie. Rewatch it. Rewatch it. And I, if there's no way you like this movie, <laughs> we're getting through it here, but there, there's just no way. Uh, the tall guy driving one of the, a tall, one of the tall security guys we see throughout the movie. Yeah. I'm almost a hundred percent sure is the tall nerdy guy from the running man throwback to our first oh, podcast. Oh boy. And it totally is. It, I think you might be right. I think that. it is. Oh my God. He, I kept thinking he looked familiar, but I didn't look him up. Yeah. I didn't look him up either, but I was just going on site. <laughs> and, uh, they also say when they're looking for the robot, Steve Gutenberg says, you know, but blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about it. He goes, but what a malfunction as if it's like really impressive. But at this point they have no idea what's wrong with them. And they don't, yeah. He's just sending back gibberish when yes. they write him. They're not seeing the fact that he is, quote, alive. No. He's not communicated or sent that back in any way. So and it takes tons of convincing later. Yeah. <laughs> and at this, he are, and at the beginning of the movie, he says, but what a malfunction. And I was like, I watched this sort of twice, and you don't believe this for a long time. So what are you even talking about? Because he sent a sign that says, what a pepper, or you want a pepper, or yeah, whatever. He sent, uh, would you want to be a pepper too? Which yeah, Dr. an Pepper old Dr. Pepper slogan. Because he sees a sign, and they ask him a question, uh, and he right. sends a little green screen picture back that says, you want to be a pepper too? Yes. There's all sorts of crazy computer technology going on here that makes no sense. But it, it that's true with every 80s movie, and I'm willing to go along with it. But uh, I... They so now they're they finally left the building and yeah. they're chasing number five, yeah. and they catch up to him. But here's the thing: they catch up to him in that vehicle, yeah. in the mini armored vehicle. Yeah, they don't see him, even though he's going right down the middle of the road, and they run into him. So he's at the front of the truck because they've just run into the back of him. Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys looking at driving this truck? You don't know? You just hit the robot you're looking for? I'm trying to remember if, if he was too short and they couldn't see him. Yeah, but if he's in the middle of the road, how can they drive the truck? <laughs> I know. Because they were tracking him and they're like, he's right here. He's right here. And we, we can't see him. And all of a sudden, he like 
they can see him. Yeah, and, and then he turns and yeah, looks at him, and they sh- they shit their pants because yeah. he's a murder bot. Yeah, and they're like, "This dude could kill us." They slam the thing closed real quick. Oh, that's right. They slam on the brakes, and then he conveniently hits a ramp right. on a bridge. Boy, in the '80s movies, they had no shame about putting ramps. They place. sure didn't. No problem. They did not at all. <laughs> yeah. So he hits a ramp. Perfectly made for his little um his two tracks because he's got tank tracks. Right. So he ramps off the off the side of the bridge. We see him fly through the air. And at this point, we're under the impression he doesn't know anything. Because right. later he knows absolutely nothing. Just like the but gremlins, he does know. Just like the gremlins, he's been alive for about 45 minutes. <laughs> yes, but he does know somehow that he's got a parachute in his arsenal. Yeah. And he pulls the string yeah. and parachutes down. And at this point, I can only assume the security guys are like, well, we've lost him because they give up. For right. a while at that yeah. point. <laughs> like, like oh, we don't see security guys for a minute after that. For quite a long time. Yeah. Really, in the span of the movie, if they're searching for their $11 million murder robot. Yeah. <laughs> so he parachutes and lands on top of a food truck. Yeah, lands right on the back of Stephanie's Snack Shack. Yep. Stephanie is played by Ali Sheedy, who is incredibly gratingly annoying in this movie. Does she, she sucks. does she talk like she's like ah, like her bottom it's like the bottom of her mouth moves on its own. Uh, and she's like I mean the bottom of everyone's exactly mouth moves saying. on its own. But, it, but the way you she know those speaks, kind of she's like talking and there's too much movement in their bottom. Yes. Yeah. Like, That's not how we do it. No. It's more It's like ah, I <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like I don't know, but she was so annoying. She, I mean, because it works for. She's, if you guys don't know, Ali Sheedy is the gross dandruff chick in the yeah. Breakfast Club, and it works in that because she's a weirdo. Yeah, she's great. It's hard to believe that's the same actress, yeah, actually, because she seems like a moron in this movie. Yes, she does. Well, they wrote her as a moron in this movie, and I, I yeah, she's acting a part, but it was just. Like it said, made me think much less of her, and I only know her from two movies. <laughs> One movie I like a lot. She's a split decision now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so he lands on Stephanie's Snack Shack. Then we cut to yeah. Stephanie's house, yep. where we haven't – she doesn't know there's a robot there yet, but her dog is on the roof for some reason, unbeknownst to me, and her ex-boyfriend is there. Her hillbilly, handsome ex-boyfriend is there trying to get her dog off of the roof. Yeah. So, again, this this makes no sense. This maybe makes the least sense. There's no way this scenario happens. Imagine like a house that has like a a porch with a roof. So it's like a, um, what, a nine foot? Yeah, something like that. You could probably jump up and touch it, but to... And there's so the dog is on this little roof. And why is it on the roof? That's what I'm saying. How did it get there? How did the dog get there? Okay, but the more and that's so, not important. That's no, that's never expl- explained. That's not even an important part of all this. Somehow, somehow. So he he's there, and she's mad because she clearly is mad at this guy. Not a fan. It's her ex boyfriend. Right. And he says something about like, oh, I was just gonna take him, take him to the vet or whatever, and. He has a crate that says medical research lab on it. And he was going to grab the dog to go have it experimented on? Yeah. So then he, at first, he's like, being like, oh, baby, you know, I'm going to get back. And I, 
I thought your dog needed something. And then she sees this this crate, the, and then he's like, ah, I thought you owed me money. I was yeah. going to take him and basically sell, sell, sell him to science. Yes. yes. Like, I was like, what the hell? And then we get a little, in this family movie, a little burst of domestic violence. Yes. I was like, what the hell is going on right here? And at it this was, point, we see that there are also a whole cavalcade of animals at this house. Oh, yeah. She she's obsessed. Family. Yes. She has a pet raccoon, ducks, cats, skunk, dogs, skunk, cats, yeah. birds, everything you could think of. At one point later, she's cooking and there's a skunk on the stove. Yeah. She's a real goofy lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many exotic pets. Uh, so now we cut to... Um, uh, the Goot. I'm gonna. His name is Newton Crosby in this movie. I'm gonna call him Guten. Yeah, I Go- guess. Guten. Guten. This movie was. This movie was not Guten free. It was not. <laughs> um, they get to uh, Guten and the Indian guy. Is his name Ben? Ben. Yeah. They get to leave to go help search for the robot. Yes. And they're super excited about it. And you get the impression that Steve Gutenberg hasn't left the lab in 10, ten years. Yeah. And, like, you really, I'm like, they're acting as if he genuinely has not left at all. Yeah. He's like, he has no idea what's going on yeah. out there. Hasn't been with a woman in years, the no. whole time. And uh, then we get another silly phrase from from old Ben, the white Indian. You had the opportunity to spread your legs because <laughs> he misspeaks because he's a foreign guy. You know how those foreigners are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and now we're back. They leave. They're searching. We're back to Stephanie's house yep. where she's cooking some dinner. The skunk is helping her. The it's skunk. Hilarious. There's kittens on the stove. Yep. A skunk. She's only got one dog, though. And she hears a rustling yeah. uh, out in her, and she looks out the window, and there's a... a and it r- looks like a gremlin is being born in there. Yes, it does. It's like, sm- again, with the, the uh, smoke and the red Lights flashing. flashing. Lights. Oh, yeah. The light was green in Gremlins, but no. Oh, yeah. But that, so and, you see, this is, her truck is moving. There's uh, dry ice smoke and lights flashing and, inside of it. And she goes out there. It's The truck starts shaking even more. Yeah. And the the door flies open, and she looks in there, and she's shocked, but not really scared at all. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, she. So and then his head pops up, and he has the like the his eyes are red. Yeah. And when the eyes are when the robot's eyes are red, that means they're gonna shoot their legs. Yeah, bright so red. At yeah. first, you're led to believe, oh my god, is he gonna shoot Ali Sheedy right in her yeah. stupid face? <laughs> But no, we're not that lucky. No. And but she is not scared and she also goes right to Ah, I can't believe they came for me. Yes, she thinks it's a space alien. She that she's not even worried about like any other apparent option. She's like, Oh yeah. Right. And then, she's and then she says, Is there a brain in there? Like surrounding that because she's going straight with alien. Yeah, like, there's no other option. Like she just found her. E. T. and it's a and it's a done deal. Like that's it. Even yeah. though he's clearly a robot. But <laughs> yes, I mean, and that will come up again shortly after this, where I'm like, "What the hell?" Okay, we'll we'll wait though. This uh, robot looks like a 1980s robot. 
Like, oh yeah. If if I had to say 1980s. Well, robot. you know what it looks like. It looks like the robots, a nicer version of the robots at the beginning of the Terminator. Kind of. Yeah. It it's does. like shaped like them with tank wheels and like a Z shaped oh, body. That's true. I it's like they, very similar. I bet if we looked it up, they were probably like repurposed one for the other. I wonder. These robots look like uh, if Wally grew up to be like a molester robot or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't really know what them, but yeah, like I can big, see that. It's like a, a big. They look like big Wallies, yeah. like a Z-shaped Wally. They have a Wally face. Wally clearly, at least Wally's eyes clearly took inspiration from yeah. Short Circuit, which is surprising because it's so terrible. Yeah, don't don't take anything. From this movie. <laughs> uh, and he's in the snack shack. Ruining everything and saying input. Yes. Input. <laughs> input. Need input. Need input. And unfortunately for the rest of us, he, I think, is when he, this is probably when he then learns her name is Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie. Uh, and we also discover he has a third appendage. I don't know exactly where it's coming from, but yeah, to me, like I was a like, third arm all of a sudden. Uh, it's more like a robot D right there. <laughs> and that's what I thought of it as for the rest of the movie. Was a uh, was sweet robot D. I also said, uh, good thing she had a ramp into her house because how does this guy navigate some motherfucking steps? He doesn't again. If you're if you're in a battlefield against this technological marvel, all <laughs> yes. you have to do is go up two stairs. And it's game <laughs> yes. over. Yes, uh, and I said she has a ramp going into her house. I was like, oh, how convenient! That worked out so nicely. Your house is handicapped accessible. Which she way also ahead, has way ahead of the Americans for disabilities. Act. <laughs> yes, with disabilities, not for uh, the Americans for Disabilities Act. I don't think that exists. No, <laughs> probably in some groups, Trump supporters. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, why, why does she think he's an alien? She is super annoying, and she is, but she is totally into him. She's very annoying, and she just thinks like she's hugging him and kissing him. And yes, baby talking. It's and she's like, "Do you know the word friend? Yeah. Friend?" And she gets him to follow her into her house, where he keeps saying input, input, right. and then he, she hands him a book, which is the encyclopedia, which he reads in oh god two seconds. Then he reads all. Of the encyclopedias. And how does he read, you ask? Uh, you know the old hilarious joke of opening a book and then putting your finger on it and then going, and, and going <laughs> yes, and moving yes. the pages as fast as you can? Yes. Like that's how he does it. It sure is. I, I'm, I was okay with that. How do you feel about slapstick comedy and physical comedy and robots? If you love them, then you love this movie because there's about to be way more. I mean, there's already been a little bit. Oh, there's a lot. A, another example of like physical slapstick Looney Tunes style. Nyuck, nyuck, nyuck. So this will be uh. the first time I mention this. Probably not the last time. He has now read an entire set of encyclopedias and a dictionary. Yeah. And still talks like he hasn't quite made it into preschool yet. <laughs> yes. He's got all the info now. And he has to talk like an idiot for the rest of the movie. Yep. Unless he's doing impressions, which come later. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's the Robin Williams uh, of robots. Oh, he 
really is. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> it's it's funnier how much you. I think you hate it more than I did. I did. It was really. Um, and it was just a very annoying movie. So he's also in her house destroying absolutely everything. Yeah, it's like a bowl in a china shop. He says what something is and then either dumps it out or breaks it. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps saying he needs input. And that's funny because that's such a – if you had a computer in 1985, like if you turn your computer on, it would say input. And then you put your floppy disk in mm-hmm. and then you play the Wheel of Fortune video game like I used to do. <laughs> yes. I but played say, Carmen like, San Diego. That's such a 1980s way to look at a computer. Or a Absolutely. Robot. Need input. Yeah. Yeah. And how he says it. I mean. Input. Input. Need input. More input. 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 <laughs> yes. He repeats a lot of things in this movie. And he did. Uh, I, I'm going to say it again. He, he just read a freaking encyclopedia. Speak English, man. So she turns on the TV because he's destroying everything, <laughs> and he is immediately distracted by the Three Stooges. Oh, right. Which he grows quite fond of. And apparently learns their entire shtick by watching a two-and-a-half-minute clip. Yes. Well, he watched TV all night. Maybe he watched Three Stooges. I don't know. But he sure uh, sure does like them. Um, so that happens. Now... Uh, the Goot and Ben are on a search in their van yep. in the town, and Ben is talking about hooking up with ladies, and neither of them is very concerned at all about finding their <laughs> no. killer robots. They're kind of on vacation. Yes, because they got like. to leave the lab yeah, finally. Exactly. To find their murder they bot. Don't even care. And they're just going around, and uh, Ben is like keeps talking about women. And that's kind of that whole scene. Yeah, that was like an on. They're like on the road, just talking, like talking about life. Yeah, and we're 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 becoming aware that Steve Gutenberg really needs to meet a lady, right? Bad, right? It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time for the Goot. Uh, they're outside, so we're back at Stephanie's house. Yeah, they they go to they they track the homing device to Stephanie's. Yes. Yeah, but they aren't there yet. She's, they're on the deck and he's outside, they're watching the sunset and he, and short circuit number five, which has just read a whole encyclopedia and a dictionary, looks at the sun and goes, light bulb. (laughs) 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 And it's really stupid. And then she says, no, no, sun. And then she says, beautiful. And then he says, "Beautiful son," and I beautiful. Felt like I was watching one of those movies where, where one of the actors went full retard. You know, yeah, yes, it just, yes. The whole time you are like, "This is this is not this is ridiculous, yes. and offensive." Even though it's a robot, yeah. Beautiful son, beautiful animal, beautiful bird. So he starts calling everything beautiful, and then the dog jumps on him, and he falls off the side of the deck. Oh yeah! And immediately, Stephanie says. What happened? I said, what happened, bitch? You were standing right there. You saw the dog jump on him, and he fell off the deck. Why are you asking what happened? That doesn't make any sense. The writing, I don't know. This movie just, whatever. So then she realizes he's a robot, even though he's clearly been a robot the entire time. Yeah, it's like it just dawned on her. 
the thing yeah. that she should have seen right from the because jail. she sees the Nova Labs sign on his on his body or oh, something, right. and she goes, "You're a robot," and I was like, "What? What the hell are you talking about? He's a robot. Even if he was an alien, he's still a robot. You dumbass! <laughs> like what the hell, man? I couldn't I couldn't hang. But yeah, then she's mad, so she immediately calls up." Uh, Nova Labs to have them come get him. Oh, is that how they get there? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yep. And you get the impression. Oh, and everyone was still at Nova. I think it was Nova Labs. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. So all of the security guys, after he parachuted off of the bridge, just like I said, they gave up because they're all back at Nova Labs. When they get the call, they're like, suit up. We got to go find this robot. I yeah. was like, you weren't looking for it? <laughs> Exactly. The eleven million dollar killer robot. I guess that's the difference between the United States military and <laughs> security. security force. <laughs> yes, quite a bit, quite a big difference, actually. Um. Uh. The yeah, and he still doesn't know what things are. He sees a grasshopper. Oh, he starts and he jumps. Starts jumping. And they show the robot jump, and I'm not. It was like a. Uh, it, it was, was a weird stop animation or a wire trick. I, I don't know, know. but the it, jumps were far too slow. Yeah, it, it was a real bad effect. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm on record with this podcast as being very pro practical effects, and this is another movie. Just it was all practical effects. Yes, and this time it was like fuck this. No, the robot. <laughs> it was not good. Everything was all wobbly and yeah, like. Yeah, it, it really. Just, it took you out of it. You're like, this is all garbage. Yes, this I can see puppet. you buying. It as a kid, yeah. Oh no, as a kid, I told totally in the eighties, I thought it was amazing. Yes. Again, as a kid, I thought this was amazing. I thought the robot was hilarious. I thought this is a great movie. I love Steve Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. So he's jumping and mm. he's following the grasshopper jumping, and he jumps onto the grasshopper, squishing it. Yes. And her reaction is, "What did you do?" Yeah, she goes crazy. <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, you mean the robot just accidentally like, yeah, jumped she, on a grasshopper?" She act like the robot just jumped on her cat's head and popped it. <laughs> yes, I was like, "Lady, he just jumped on a freaking grasshopper. Take it easy. Take a freaking chill pill." <laughs> and the grasshopper dies, so she has to explain. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He says, "Reassemble." Yeah. Reassemble. Which leads us to his next favorite word. Disassemble. Yes. Oh, and she had told him when the scientists come, they'll probably just disassemble him. Yeah. And he didn't know what that was. She said, bug went squish. And so he says, that's disassemble. Yeah. Immediately thinks that means disassemble. Yes. And uh, I will mention again that he has read an entire encyclopedia (laughs) and a whole dictionary. But doesn't know that, what death I think, is. I think we have that noted. <laughs> he doesn't understand the concept of life, life or death yeah. or the sun. Okay. But uh, read a whole encyclopedia. I haven't read a whole encyclopedia. I know what that shit is, and I'm not a robot. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets in the truck. She's in the back. He gets in her food truck and starts driving. Yes. How did he get in the truck? It's a real good question. Well, he, he yeah. Oh, they don't show that. They show. <laughs> oh, they the, couldn't show it they show unless it. he jumps. They, they cut. We're to, led to believe that he goes and gets in the truck, and so they cut to the truck with the door open, and all of a sudden, like he rips the seat out. I don't know. He I don't rips, think so. He rips something out and throws it out of the side. Or is it oh, I don't know. 
He does that a couple of times. And then, he closes, <laughs> then, then, then you see the, the puppet arm come out of the car and yeah. close the door. Yes. And uh, that might be a different different driving time. But then he starts driving. She's oh, in the back of the, the truck. the military guys come. She, yes. The military guys show up at her place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he... Oh, they show up on boats, by the way. They have a, a navy to the security force. Do they? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then number five starts... That's when he flips out about being disassembled. Disassemble! No disassemble! Yeah. Yes. And he gets in the truck, starts driving, and he's a terrible driver. This yeah. robot that knows all the information on Earth. But he's having fun. He is having a good time driving away. Once again, so he's destroyed her house. Now he he's destroyed the inside of her food truck. Yep. He's now driving her food truck. He goes under a bridge at one point. The top rips off of her food truck. And she is still a fairly big fan of this robot. <laughs> big number one fan. This robot is ruining her life. She hasn't even so much as like frowned at him. <laughs> no, until she gushing. found out he was a robot. <laughs> but then she realized, oh, but he's this is a, a, an alive robot. Yeah. So I'm still a I'm fan. still on board. Uh, yeah. we missed- no, she's mad at him in the back of the truck. Oh, is she? She is mad at him. When they came and started shooting up the place, they did shoot him up. Remember that? Yes. He got shot a bunch, and then he got into the back of the truck. That's right. Because I thought himself. it was crazy. I was like, they just opened fire? She's yeah. like standing right there? Yeah. Yeah. Not the first time that, or not the last time that happens either. So he goes to the back of the truck that the other two dudes drove and like put a new arm on himself, opened a circuit board, fixed it all up. Yeah. So he is good to go. Wait, this is later. That's later. Is it? I think so. Am I wrong? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, because no, they come. Because after they show up there, oh that's yeah, the army guy. Show that's up, right. The, the arm after the they security guy. No, this is after they drive away in his in her truck. They give chase. He's terrible at driving. Ruins the top of her truck. Almost drives off a cliff. Finally realizes how to brake with with his robot dick. He oh, breaks the truck. Right. Stops the truck. Bef- it's it's like teetering on the edge of a cliff and then gutenberg and ben show up and she's mad at them i don't know exactly what was happening there that's when he gets in the back and can easily reassemble himself because he can't drive a truck no but he can build a robot right and disassemble a car in 35 seconds which we'll find out about soon uh, she's trying to tell them that the robot is alive, and uh, they say it just runs program. Yes, yes, which is a theme that they keep dropping, as if they say it all the time to each other in high five. Yeah, it's like just run program. They don't think they just run program. Um, and I said, if I was her, I would hate this robot. Yeah, all it's done is destroyed everything in her life. Oh, absolutely. She's getting chased. She's getting shot at. It wrecked her kitchen. It wrecked her van. She I would be, be like, screw this robot. Yeah, she's like, Shoot I got to stop my freaking ex-boyfriend from stealing my dog and selling him to a <laughs> yes. dog murder facility for science. <laughs> yes. uh, Jesus. Uh, they, so, yeah, they start shooting at him. The guy from Police Academy says, you four-eyed idiot, to Steve Gutenberg, who doesn't wear glasses. Nope. And I was like, why Why did you say you, you four-eyed idiot? He's 
Because he's Steve Gutenberg is a nerd in this. I guess that's true, but not wearing glasses. I didn't. No. Then Ben says the Pete of sick. And I say, oh man, yes, white guy speaking poor Indian English. Good times. Uh, they're in the back of the truck. Oh, this is when. So they're in the back of the truck, and he's reassembling himself. Hang on a second. I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> this happens every podcast. We get in the middle of the movie, and we're like, I don't remember where things go. Uh, he's in the back. He looks at a wrench in the back. The wrench falls. The wrench falls and hits the button. That kind of turns him back on so he can reassemble himself. Oh, right. Hits the red arcade button. <laughs> yeah. Which is all it takes. It's not protected by anything. <laughs> yes. Is that yes. the old A button? Uh, and... Gutenberg isn't in this truck. Where is he? Because at this point, the guy from The Running Man and Ben are in the van with Short Circuit with number five. Yeah. And then the guy driving from The Running Man says, he can't shoot us with that laser, can he? And Ben says, I am not knowing. <laughs> yeah. And... I'm just trying they, to... Oh, and he, gets the, he makes them get out of the van and he steals their van. The robot does. Yes. That's right. Because he, he turns his red eyes on. And threatens them. Yeah, that's right. And they get out of the van, yeah. and he takes their van. And he realizes he's wearing a homing device, which he pops off with zero effort whatsoever. Basically like picking a scab up. Not, not, even, that. <laughs> not, even. not even that. He just goes. Yeah. He's like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. More like having a piece of lint on your forehead. Yes. That's how easily it came off. And he tosses that into the back of a pickup truck. Good thing that was just sitting right there yeah. on him like that, mm-hmm. not buried somewhere in his body. <laughs> yes. Behind yes. the fucking red switch. Yes. The red button. And he tosses that into a pickup truck, which is immediately or shortly after found by uh by Nova Security. Yeah. The Nova military security. Right. And there it's a couple of old people and they're like, What? What's happening? Blah blah blah. Oh, that's right. They pull him over. Oh yeah, and the, and the, the old lady is like Something about like hide their weed or something. Remember that? Oh, I don't remember that. She's like hide the weed. Like, <laughs> to the there is some weirdly dirty jokes in this movie. I thought there was one later where Ben says, "I'm sporting Major Woody right now." Yeah, I was like, "Huh, this is that was." Kind of, I bet I be, I can if I could go back in time to the theater. The Woody joke. I bet that destroyed the room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I'm that sure was it probably did. In the eighties. <laughs> um, van, so, <laughs> now he can drive just fine. Yeah. Also, if he wants to, if he's yeah. paying attention. And a song comes on the radio, a really terrible '80s song. Oh, you mean the Who's Johnny song? Yes, sir. Oh, how I can't believe we've gotten almost an hour into this and haven't mentioned Who's Johnny yet. Yeah. Is it when he hears that song that he decides he wants his name to be Johnny? I assume it is. I think it's when he starts going, Johnny, five, alive. No, they, he doesn't say Johnny until the end of the movie. I thought he said Till the very, once. like, right before the credits. Really? No, I swear. Hmm. He's like, I think Johnny. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's right. right at the end. And they're setting up the sequel there, I guess. Yeah. So what, what came first, Johnny the Robot or Johnny the Song? Johnny the Song. 
But the song is made for the robot. But you, did they write the song for the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Of course they held the bar. <laughs> it's an 80s movie. They had Rhythm yeah. of the Night, and then their follow-up hit was Who's Johnny? And then he married uh, Janet Jackson and got divorced, and that was the end of El DeBarge. Oh, I didn't even know. Okay, you're <laughs> way ahead of me here because I have no idea. I thought they wrote this song for this movie, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Was, I remember when this song came out. This was like smash summer hit. Was it really? Oh, yeah. oh I was like, this is a bad song. Uh, well, uh, and I like 80s I liked music. I, no, I, I, I like the song a thousand times more than I like the movie, especially now. <laughs> okay. Not even close. Okay. But that's uh, not saying much. So how he's driving, he goes back to Stephanie's house. Stephanie is home preparing a, a lovely romantic bath for herself. Yes, she is. And then, this is where... Yeah, this is where... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Things they could turn. <laughs> yes. As they do in 80s movies. Yes. So she's at home with like a, like a, you know, the claw foot tub all set up, getting ready to have a nice bath for herself. <laughs> and then the robot breaks in. And is like covered in like tree limbs. Yeah, it's camouflage. And he's also aroused by her naked yeah, body. He's, he somehow recognizes like, the fact that she's naked. It's like, oh wow. Yes. Like, yeah. And she's also like into him. It seems like <laughs> or it. I was like, are these two gonna bang? I know. There and was for a while. There's there like a, a ten minute long scene. They there was dance. a lot of uh, sexual tension in this movie between the robot and Ali Sheedy. And this is not like a humanoid robot. No, yeah, this is a straight up tank tracked, right? Wally eyed, yes, robot. The only thing he can really emote with is his stupid voice and his um, eyebrows. And she's still being super nice to him. Shot at, house ruined, van ruined, almost driven off a cliff. She's real happy. Now she's home uh, alone in the bathtub, and he breaks in. Yes, and Which, she's real happy to see him. Yeah. Number five. Oh. <laughs> uh, so when okay, at this point, meanwhile, back at Nova Labs, after the was there, did, does anything important happen after he breaks in and they dance? Do they dance? They dance to Saturday Night Fever. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, like romantically. Yep. And it's quite odd. Was it more than a woman they danced to? Yeah. More than a woman. Yes. Yep. And Stephanie. That guy, that, uh, the, the director of this movie directed Saturday Night. Yes. He's directed a lot of... I know. This Saturday Night Fever is, one of the is a weird, good movie. Oh, uh, yes. It's it like is. dark. It's it really so is. freaking dark. It's crazy. Uh, but again, th- this I was saying before earlier um, that there are several... He brings up lots of his old movies. This is That's right. I d- did not occur to me. But yeah, yeah. Um... I would want to say, oh, I keep backtracking. Old couple, Stephanie, blah, 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 Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, and yeah, this why I was like, I think they're going to, they they really want to get down. Yeah, no, there's, there the whole time there's way too much sexual tension between, there's no not reason, only, there's no reason for there to be either. Not only do they imply sexual tension, they flash to the morning and he's making breakfast. Oh, that's right. And I was like, they did bang. In the 80s, if two people are together at night and then they cut to the next scene and someone is making breakfast in the morning, they had sex. Yes. That's how, that's how you showed a sex scene back yes. then. Yes. <laughs> and he's making breakfast and he starts whipping up the eggs and makes yet another enormous mess. <laughs> and she's like, I love you. You're ruining everything. It's just like girls that date me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cole is number five. <laughs> input. <laughs> uh, let me get a little input there, baby. Yeah. So they banged, evidently. <laughs> she, her boyfriend comes back to collect because she was on the news. Oh, yeah. He was at the bar. Yeah. She was on the news, came to her house and was like, blah, 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 the robot. And then they asked, did they try to molest you? Which I was like, what a weird question. But he's at a bar and he sees her on the news. Correct. And they say there's a $25,000 reward. That's right. For the robot. And you know he needs the money because oh, earlier yeah. he, he was going to sell dog a dog. Yeah. The animal disease. Yes. And so the guy comes. He's in the, she lets him in the house. Uh, which I also thought was weird. She lets him in because he walks up with a gun and her door is a window. And I was like, you see your crazy ex-boyfriend that was going to sell your dog to get experimented on walking up with a gun? And he was like, I'll just open the door for him. Let him in say hello. I mean, you could clearly see him. She's the door's a window. She's a naive person to even be alive. If yes. This is, how she leads. She, this is how she conducts her life. And there's, she has little hope of survival. <laughs> So, uh, he is in the house for approximately one minute. He says something to the robot, introduces himself. The robot goes outside. He's fighting with her. And he completely, he goes back outside. We cut back to outside. And number five, who can barely speak English, has completely disassembled his car. Yeah. Like Like a Trans Am Yes, like the like a sweet red. It was a sweet car, Trans Am. It's literally had taken apart by piece by piece, it, all laid every out, piece, like, like a, a thousand pieces, yeah. like as a Lego. And he kit. did this within a minute. Yeah, and he he doesn't know what the sun is. And I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can remember this that scene as a kid and thinking that was awesome and hilarious. Oh yes, but I was ten years old. So there's that. Right. So now uh, jerk boyfriend starts firing a gun, starts shooting at him. Oh, yeah. And he's blocking the bullets with the brake pad. Yep. And I'm like, you know, 15 minutes earlier, you couldn't even drive a goddamn truck. And now you're blocking bullets with a brake pad. The his inconsistency. Skill, his skills are very specific. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very This specific. is the taken of robot movies. Yeah. He's a very specific set of skills. <laughs> Two of them are not speaking or driving. <laughs> uh, and now she yell. He wrestles his girlfriend down, ex-girlfriend down again. Yeah. They're like tussling. And yep. she yells, it's over. It's over. And I was like, it's over. At what point was this not over? What do you. Wasn't it at this point that the guy picked up like a. Like a, a huge hunk- pipe. Yeah. Yeah. And he did what, what I've been talking about the whole time. He walked up to the robot and just smashed him with it. Yeah. He just hit him right in the side. Of course. Yeah. The robot has no reflexes. It yeah. weighs 5,000 pounds. No, he doesn't ever hit him, though. Yeah, he does. He hits him. Yeah. What? He, likes, he, he, like he zaps. He zaps the, the pipe. Zip, zap, zap into a bunch of pieces. You're right. Yeah. I feel like he. I'm. I feel like he got hit by a pipe at some point. Maybe I just wish. Maybe he just did. wanted to hit him. Maybe with I the pipe. wanted it so bad. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, he holds up the big pipe and then he laser beams it. Yes. Blows it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he manages to hit him. So uh, then Stephanie and number five take off. 
Yes. And now we're back. Ben and the Goot are talking. Ben says he's told, or uh, the Goot is told he can meet with her, but only him alone. She will meet with him to show him where the robot is. Yeah. But he has to be by himself. Right. And then uh, Ben says, her pants are blazing for you. Which I was like, every time the dude spoke, I was like, this is a... this is offensive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this does not fly now. It did back like no one cared back then. There was not a uh, Time magazine. Although article. I feel like in the 1986, you couldn't find an Indian. Like why? Yeah. Well, I read um, originally the character was going to be like a waspy type character. Oh, okay. So they hired. Oh, so they hired this Ben guy to do it, and then they're like, "No, we want it to be Indian." And so they hired another actor, someone else famous, and they're like, "No, fuck this guy." And they brought him back. <laughs> at the, at, I don't think. Oh man, who was has that? the goot asked him where he's from yet? Yes. Uh, I don't know if he has. At one point, he asks where he's from. Where the hell? And he says. Baker, he says, "Where are you? Where, oh, where, yeah. where are you from?" He says, "Bakersfield." He's like, "Yeah, but your ancestors is Pittsburgh," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that I makes up that. for this racism, yeah. I guess." I think that was sort of an attempt. <laughs> yes, cover their tracks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then they meet at like a restaurant. Yeah, a bar. In yeah, house is kind of what it seems like. Uh, he's very excited about meeting this girl in a situation where like should be a super dire situation. Yeah, but once again, he hasn't seen a woman in years. He's yeah. been in a cave, right, boiling over this robot. Yes. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the the bad guy from Police Academy's name is Scroder. His character name? Yes, Scroder. Sounds a lot like scrotum. When you know that was on purpose. Yes, no absolutely. Way. It was a weird dynamic having the the mean cop guy be Steve Gutenberg's adversary in another movie. Yes. Can you think of another instance where that's happened, where two characters play against each other? There are probably lots of examples. I bet there is. But that is very but it was specific. We- it was weird, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the cop guy from Police Academy apparently plays one character he was the same exact person he's in it he was, he in was a, the same person oh yeah but he was in a tv show later in life where he was a good guy still kind of a dick oh, really? though of course well, steve Goot. the same could be said of the goot also he's basically like a, always like a, a goofy affable, yes yeah yes always the goofy nice guy yeah always uh um uh, blah 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 restaurant some machine. Oh, they're meeting at the restaurant, and unbeknownst to them, Scroder, the bad guy from Police Academy, is also in the restaurant. Oh, right. And uh, so they're talking, and he overhears them, and then he walks over to the table, and he's like, blah, 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 maybe you should give him to me first. And then number five flies through the wall, right? Yeah, he was like outside watching all this. Yeah. Uh, in, from the trees again. Flies through the wall and yells, Stephanie! Yeah, he blows a hole through the yeah. wall, comes 
rolling in. And then leads the way for all of them to run outside to get back into their van. They run outside, yeah, and uh, the other saint robots are out there. Yes. Yes, yes. But they, there's a big standoff outside there. Are the robots out there yet? Because yeah. <laughs> they spend a night in the woods. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. They spent the night in the woods? Yeah. In the truck? Yeah, because that's how Steve Gutenberg figures out he really is alive. He shows him a Rorschach test and tells him a joke. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because that's all it takes. He's like, oh, here's a, he makes a blot on a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, he does a Rorschach test. Yeah. And what do you, what's he say at first? Like, triangle shape. Like, and he says what the paint is made of or whatever it is. Yeah, he says like, like the ingredients. In other words, he was just like analyzing it. Then he's like, oh, moth. Yeah. Like, and it just starts and earlier he was saying the shape of clouds to yeah. Stephanie when he didn't know what the sun was. <laughs> <laughs> we have to prove that he's alive somehow. And they prove it by with a Rorschach test and a joke. A Jew joke also, which I found odd. Maybe also more passable. What was also the, coming from Steve Gutenberg. What joke? It was uh, a rabbi, a, or a priest, a rabbi, something else, are throwing some money into a circle, and one of them has a big circle, one of them has a smaller circle, and then the rabbi doesn't draw a circle, and he says, how about we throw up in the money up into the air, and whatever God doesn't want, yeah. we keep. I was like, ah. Because, as you know, Jews like money. Yes. But although Gutenberg is probably Jewish, his hair and his name, I would assume that he is. Um, I guess I never thought about it. Yeah, probably. He's curly hair, and he's named Gutenberg. Now, I'm, am I worse than the joke? I don't know. I'm <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they spend the night, or do they? Are they not in the woods yet? I don't freaking know. Yeah. Back to the bar. Five. So they had met. We missed oh, wait, a little chunk on. here. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to go through my visual notes here. They try and... They... Um, they meet. Johnny Five is there. They all kind of... <laughs> They get in a big shootout, basically, at that restaurant, and I think they all, the Goot, Ben, Ali Sheedy, and the robot end up, like, sleeping in a cave out in the woods. Yes. That's when they, yeah. Is is Ben there? I believe so. Oh, man. And then they get up in the morning, <laughs> and they have coffee. And they chat while the sun rises. Remember, remember. Yeah. That? Oh my god. But then, how do they go from there to the robots in the woods? Um, because the, the they get found by security, right, in the woods. Yes. And then number five goes on the run, and we see that the other robots are now after him. Yes. We'll say that's what happened, right? That's really, yeah. <laughs> right? 
Keep on talking. I Keep on talking. I can't. I couldn't watch this movie anymore than I already had. Yeah, it was tough. It was hard to. I was by the end of it. I was so over it that I was not really paying. I attention. still felt. I mean, even though this robot has like feelings and stuff, I did not care about him. No, that, at that all. Was... He was too annoying, and oh. he also just wrecked everything. Yeah. So, so he, yeah. Here, this is why. So they they basically get away. They're in the woods. I can't remember how they they stop the bad guys, but they get away from them. So it's yeah. Goot, Ali Sheedy. Well, they're not worried about them. They're only worried about the robot. Yeah. So it's like it's cool that they're following them too, right? Who? Uh, the Gutenberg and Ali Sheedy. Now they're all looking for number five again, right? No, they're all they're together. They're with number five. Oh, they are. It's the goot. But when do they? When does he end up in the woods? Before alone. That. Alone. Wait, who's alone? When number five is alone in the woods with the other robots. Oh, I don't think that happened. <laughs> it did happen. Did it? He throws mud in one of their faces. Oh, I think he be- reprograms I, them. It was before. It was they. It was before um, the night in the woods. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Okay, so he reprograms them, and they find the other robots, and the other robots are the Three Stooges. Now. Oh, yes. And for some reason, there's only three of them. Where is the fourth other robot? Yeah. I don't know. That's right. He reprogram <laughs> three of the other robots to act like the Three Stooges. Yes, because he loves the Three Stooges. Sound effects. And he, I remember this line big time, because we all said when we were kids, Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. That, again, that crushed back then. <laughs> yes. I can remember how oh, yes. funny I thought that was. Oh, yes. Then. Me too. A jive-talking robot in the 80s. He says Are now he can talk, me? but only when he's impersonating someone. Yeah, and he does a couple of... This This is around the time when he does a couple of like old gangster impressions. And, and he does a sportscaster impression. Sportscaster. Gangster. Yeah, yeah he does several... Several impressions. He watched TV. He got input. Input. Uh, So basically, uh, so the next morning after they have that, then the the security guys get there. They find them, but they get away. I don't know how. I I my brain doesn't want to remember. But basically, Stephanie and the Goot and the robot are driving down the highway. Like, we got away. Yeah, but they're getting chased. They're getting chased by security, and uh, he, number five, chops down a tree with his laser. Remember that? Sure. And he stops all the security vehicles. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew there was at some point they got separated from Yes. Them. Okay. And now so he- So the three of them driving. Yes. How he ends up out of the van, I do not remember- Oh, because they stop. Yeah, they finally they stop. stop. They got caught up to. Yeah. They're trying to talk to the security. The, and right. the van is kind of shaking. As they're, as the Goot and Ali Sheedy are talking to the guy from Police Academy. Right. And they're like, let the robot out of the van. And they're like, we will, blah, 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 blah. The van is kind of shaking. Right. Scroder's being a real dick. Uh, the other guy, the leader, the leader of Nova Labs, Harry is there trying to convince them to yep. let the robot out of the van. Yep. Time passes. Uh, they've called in the choppers. And a little more time passes. And all of a sudden, number five shoots 
out of the back of the van at top oh, speed, yeah. which at first is like eight miles per hour. Right. But then they <laughs> flash to like a different scene where there's a different robot <clears throat> and it's going much faster, uh-huh. being chased by a helicopter, shooting bombs at him. Right. One bomb, two bomb, <laughs> three bombs, keeps missing. But like bomb number six. Helicopters drop bombs. Uh, bomb number six gets him, and he explodes into a fiery mess. Yep. And you're like, oh, my God. Finally. They get- <laughs> 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 Finally, this movie is over, and now, he's dead. Now this movie makes sense. <laughs> I uh, so they show his flaming body, his flaming robot corpse, and Ali Sheedy is all broke up. Right. This robot she's known for four days that has completely to, torn uh, her life apart. Yeah, she was ready to marry it and have children with it, even though it destroys her life. Yes. And she is very distraught. Uh, Gutenberg's trying to console her. Yep. He says, are you going to be okay? She says, I will be eventually. They're in the van driving, and all of a sudden, uh, from the back of the van... Out pops number five. Johnny five. And he says, man, 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 input. He probably says, he probably says, input, Stephanie, disassemble. Yeah. And they're like, number five, your annoying ass is back. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on the run because he built, what did he do? He built a replica of himself in about one minute in the back of the van. Yep. That's why I was shaking so much, you see. Yes. And uh, half hour into this movie, he didn't know what the sun was. I would <laughs> like to reiterate that. Uh, after reading an encyclopedia. But then he read, he disassembled a car. I don't know. None of it. So they say they're going to move to Montana. Yeah, they're so gonna have, there's going to be a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> Between Ali Sheedy, Gutenberg, and the robot, and they're just going to constantly fuck each other. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but basically that's how it ends. So they get away, and they're like, "What should we do now?" And Guten- like, this is literally, literally how it goes. What should we do now? And the Goot's like, "Well, I have a forty-acre uh, ranch up in Montana, yep. perfect for a animal-loving lady like you." Yep. And they're like, "Let's go!" And then the end. The end. The end. Then there's a r- silly montage of robot yeah, antics. Yeah, m- montage outtakes from the movie scenes yeah. that were cut. Yeah, all sorts of weird shit. The it robot was, was odd. doing. Yeah, but again, I bet people were just thrilled <laughs> in the '80s. Oh my god! And people love this movie. And posting about it on uh, Facebook, people are like, "Oh, Short Circuit's the best." Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't." When was the last time you watched Short Circuit? Because I challenge any of you people that said you love that movie. <laughs> just sit down and watch it. First of all, try and get through it in one sitting. I couldn't even do that. I didn't manage it either. It took me three times. Um, I think I saw... There's three of these, is that correct? Two. Just there's only two? two. They were going to make oh, a they third were gonna one. Make, yeah. In 2013. In 2013. Can you yeah. imagine what that... Oh, man. So they made two. I think I saw the second one a lot. And I bet you... I saw I, the second one way more yeah. than this one. And I can't remember anything about that, but I bet it is real, real bad. I don't know. Because that's one... No. He gets no. he gets attacked. He gets completely destroyed. It's so sad. And you think he's going to die? And they sing, 
Los locos kick your ass. Los lobos kick your face. Los lobos kick your balls into <laughs> outer space. Remember that song? No. Oh, man, everybody knows that That's song. in the second one? Yeah, because he joins a gang. He turns into a bat. He gets a mohawk. The second one, from my memory, is I loved it much better than this one. He controls remote control airplanes and I, attacks gangsters. I have gangsters. cut all of that out. Of, I I know I watched it a lot, and I can't. Everything you're saying, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, we haven't asked yet. Uh, where did you? I uh, This happened to be on TV, like on HDNet Movies or something last week, and I just happened to see it, so I recorded it. Oh. So I got to watch it for free. Where did you? Ah. Did you get the Blu-ray? Was there a Blu-ray? I certainly did not. There was no Blu-ray. There was no Blu-ray. <laughs> there was no short circuit at Video Warehouse. Video Warehouse period. let you down? And they said, I go, you Did they guys, have any of them? I go, you guys have short circuit? Like, nope, just short circuit too. I really? was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I ended up buying it at Jay's CD and Hobby Shop. Oh, nice. Yep. Man, we should have those guys. They, they, they should... Uh sponsor this podcast. that would make a lot of sense actually um <laughs> i wonder if the second one really is that much better i don't know well the second one stars the indian guy yeah so i think that would true. but i don't think he's as i think since he's a main character he's less Maybe comic he relief a little bit yeah he's such a jackass he, yeah he probably takes the uh, comic relief aspect out of it a little more i think michael mckeon is the bad guy in the second one That sounds right to me. They made the second one in '88, huh? Yeah. Uh, I just went to the IMDb page for it. I bring up Short Circuit Two. Robot Johnny Five comes to the city and gets manipulated by criminals who want him for their own purposes. I don't remember that one. Yeah, he joins a gang. Yeah, Michael McKeon. Because they convince him like being in a gang is a nice thing to do. Then he gets reprogrammed to be bad. So basically, it's another um, going full retard movie. No, because he's smart. But he gets talked into being in a gang. Yes. Okay, just so <laughs> we're having. An, <laughs> but he also a gets reprogrammed. About a robot getting tricked into joining a gang. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I guess that's true. I wonder with this podcast if we should watch like a like. We'll just keep doing as we are, and then when we get to the one-year anniversary, then we'll have to start watching and watching the sequels, sequels of each one. If there Maybe is we one. should do that. Because I tell you, it's going to be a year before I'm ready to watch another short circuit. <laughs> yeah, it was but really I, bad. But, re- but I am definitely intrigued now. Just the same as Gremlins 2. I, I don't remember a People lot. People keep telling me uh, Gremlins 2 is better than the first Gremlins. That really sounds wrong. I don't know. I think Reem? Our friend Brandon Ream, he said uh, on his list of favorite movies by year, mm-hmm. Gremlins 2, the new batch, was his favorite movie the year it came out. Well, I do trust his uh, I do trust his taste in these things. Yes. But, but he again, does like the Transformers cartoons a lot and stuff, though, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Ream. <laughs> what up? <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else to cover with this one? I don't know. I had I wrote uh, the thing. This movie was so bad. I was writing things down nonstop. Yeah, I had to keep pausing this terrible movie to be like, I got to write this to keep watching to see what awful thing happens. And next. I usually write a lot when I'm watching these because I don't want to leave any interesting detail out. But this time, I was just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I wrote four uh, things down. <laughs> I wrote down about two hundred things. 
but I, I also tried to keep focus on scene by scene. I still can't. Yeah, I know. It's hard. It is really hard. Trying to explain a movie scene by scene is a difficult thing to do. I know. I hope we don't do it too boringly. <laughs> I don't think we do. Here's the four. I wrote I like four it. things down before I gave up. <clears throat> One, robot arms are just people holding the arms like puppets. Yes. Yes. Talk about that. Uh, the Goot. This is a quote from the Goot. I originally designed it as a marital aid. Remember yes, that? Yes, I remember that. And I, I feel like he was, he said that, and I, re, and I might wait. Did I hear that right? So I rewound it. Yeah. And he didn't say in a way where he was trying to be smarmy. It seemed like a real statement he was making. But I'm like, well, then the the guy in charge laughed because isn't that hilarious? <clears throat> I don't know. Was, the Goot d- seems pretty indifferent to the fact that he's like a nice guy, and then he says killing is wrong, and I'm like. Yo, dog, you designed five robots <laughs> uh, that can blow up tanks with laser beams. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, um, the third thing was uh, he looks like Wally's uncle. And the fourth one was, uh, hey, hey, laser lips, yo mama. was a dishwasher. Snowblower. Snowblower. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I wrote down his third appendage as a dick also. Which will be helpful. So he is a marital aid. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. It all comes together. Um, so I'm going to uh, not go out on a limb and say short circuit ruined my childhood. Short- or I ruined my childhood with short circuit. Yeah, this is a, a ruined memory. Yes. It was a real positive one, too. I've. Oh, yeah. I did not think this was going to be... Yeah, I thought I would this like bad. it, but I didn't. I felt. I like thought it, I would at least appreciate it. Yeah, me too. I it thought was I would appreciate bad. it. I'm like, this is, this won't hold up, but uh, you know, because movies like uh, an '80s comedy, the technology is not even going to right. You know, that barely did did in anything else if it was serious. But nothing in this movie. The robot is super annoying. Ali Sheedy is almost as annoying as the robot is at certain points. That's not true the well, robot is so the robot walking around saying input i was like shut the fuck <laughs> up please i have to watch this movie can we just mute the robot <laughs> so yeah childhood ruined this movie uh came out in 86 cocoon came out in 85 the first Police Academy came out in 84. Yeah. The second right. one in 85. So between Police Academy 2 and Police Academy 3, they made short circuit with those two guys. Weird. That's real weird. That is bizarre. They're like a team. <laughs> they are. He wasn't in of Three the... Men and a, and a Baby in 1987, though. Man, Steve, Steve Gutenberg was killing it. What if if you go back and look and that guy was in every single one of Steve? <laughs> Even if he was like a, an untitled, an right, untitled, right, credit, an uncredited uh, extra. <laughs> like, uh, was Steve Gutenberg fucking that uh, mean cop from Police Academy? <laughs> Something weird was going on there. Yeah, uh, Steve Gutenberg. He's still around. Doesn't do anything. Poor fella. Yeah. What uh, happened to the Goot? I saw him in something. Well, he had a hell of a run in the 80s. Yeah, he did. He, we don't need to feel sorry for the goot. No, I he, guess not. He was well. in some Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen movies. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He was also a guest on uh, that show about people that wait tables on Showtime. Very funny show, by the way. I forget what it's called. Uh, 
have no idea. The show about caterers with Adam oh, Scott. Uh, party Party Down. Down. Yeah, he was a guest on that for a minute. And he was a real dick, I think. It was funny. Uh, I feel like I mispronounced some words in this podcast. And I was a little mush-mouthed at times. Had so much to say. Well, about. You guys can send us your hate mail on our Facebook page. <laughs> uh, uh, if anyone has anything they want to add about this or anything stupid that we said that you want to talk about, then please contact us on our Facebook page. Yeah, and like us. Like it. Why do you think we're doing this? Rate it. <laughs> applaud. Tell your friends. People seem to enjoy it, we say at the end. I say at the end of this podcast. People seem to enjoy it. Uh, what should we do for the next one? I don't think we've really... Well, we have a fairly massive list now. You know what? Uh, I, I went and saw uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh, yeah? I posted on Facebook about it. I have not seen it yet. It's real, it was good. good. I it wanna, was good. I, might I wouldn't say great. Week. I would say really good. John C. Riley. Woo! Steals the whole damn movie. It That's is worth it for me. Right he there. is. He's, he's so good he's in it, dude. One of my all-time favorites. He's, he's so good, and he's a much bigger character than I expected oh, him really? to be. Hmm. Um, well, where was I? Go? Oh, I posted something about on Facebook about Kong Sky, Skull Island, and a gal I know said it is 2017's Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I said, is that good or bad? But it made me think. Honey, I Shrunk, Honey, the, I kids. shrunk the Kids. I loved Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Was my favorite movie. For a long time, yeah, I love Rick that Moranis was, a, was my favorite that was actor a for a long time. Sensation when that movie came. Oh, out. Yes. How many did they make? Well, two? This, two, and then a bunch of straight to video ones. Oh, a bunch, yeah. Oh no, there's Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Honey, I blew up the kid. Mm-hmm. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Maybe that's the last one. Rick Moranis is not in that one. Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wow. I, that's one I know I've not seen. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was good, too. I, I mean, it was... This is going to be another one of those movies. That's one. Maybe we should watch Honey, one. I Blew Up the Kid. Because Honey, I Shrunk the Kid... Let's agree to watch a sequel of something next, then. Should we watch Honey, We Blew Up the Kid? Or should we watch... Oh, I, I feel like Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, I probably watch saw Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters 2. Nah, I've already, seen that too yeah, many me times. Too. That, that, no, there's too many movies that I haven't seen. In a long time. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. I have almost no memory of besides liking it and some of the special effects when the kids were... I bet those, I bet those don't hold up as well as we remember. I, <laughs> I bet not. I'll, but Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, there's, I guarantee, as far as ruining a movie, I guarantee, like, size stuff alone in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I would be like... Right. Well, this oatmeal cream pie and this Lego are the same size. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. And where this is an ant and a scorpion? What the hell? Is it, this is either the world's biggest ant or the world's smallest scorpion. Which one is it, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to think about that. But maybe we'll have to definitely think more sequel this time. That's a good idea. Has to be fairly big sequel. Um, I'm trying to think. That's what's so amazing about a lot a lot of these movies. Well, it's probably true for all. Um, sequels, sequels used to be worse than the originals. They would, they, the original would come out and it would be great. And then everyone would be like, okay, now we're going to fucking dial it up to 25. <laughs> yes. And we're going to go crazy. And that's what the sequel is going to be. Yeah. Where it's like everything is just too much. Yes. The and sequels. This was an era when sequels were generally worse. Yes. And we're currently in an era where sequels are generally 
Yeah, that's true. As they, good or better than the original. Yeah, in the 80s, you could pretty much guarantee that the sequel was a step down 50% yeah. from the original. Yeah. It was a very rare thing. For theme. instance, Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> you, know, you know the sequel is going to be bad when no one from the first one comes uh, back. He died again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, are we done? I think so. We'll, we'll think about the next episode. I'm not sure. I want to. I want to. I want to be something good, but not. I mean, not necessarily that I'll love, but not. Not this. Something better than. The, well, I. Th- I didn't think this was going to be that bad. This was. This was a surprise. This was a surprise. But um, yeah, we'll think about it. All right. Well, uh, uh, I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter. It's been. Let's ruin our childhood. It and is, it was. It has been ruined. Fart. you